always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to assure you that His Word shall come to pass. Welcome to your daily cup of inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs. I'm founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a not-for-profit 501c3 organization that is here to equip, motivate, and inspire you to be all God has called you to be. We distribute free online resources around the world, and it is amazing to hear testimonies of souls being saved, people being healed, and God restoring families. He's doing an amazing work in the earth, and I'm so honored to be a part of that. I'm also honored that you have joined me once again. How are you? I'm glad you're here again. And if it's your first time, well, welcome to the Daily Cup family. I pray that you will continue to come back again and again so that you can be blessed. Each podcast that you hear, it is available to you absolutely free. You can stream it, download it on iTunes. Tunes, Google Play, Stitcher.com, DeannaHobbs.com, even on YouTube.com under my Deanna Hobbs channel. If you click on that red subscribe button and then turn on your notifications every time a new podcast is uploaded, you will be among the first to know. Before we get started, let's say a prayer. God, our Father, we thank you so much for this moment. You designed it. You preordained it. The person listening is supposed to be listening. There's a word from you. So I pray that you would open up their hearts, reach in and touch them in a special way for only you know what they need. I thank you in Jesus name. Amen. When I was younger, I used to think I had to know how God was going to do things in order to rest in him. I needed to understand the steps, the process involved, the timeline and all the other details and components as if I were God's project manager. (laughs) That's laughable now. With time, experience and a deeper revelation of God through his word, I recognize that his ways do not line up with our ways, thoughts and ideas. Can I get a witness on that? He does things just the way he chooses. He calls those who don't feel qualified. He pushes those out front that prefer to be in the background. Now I'm raising my hand on this one. Anybody else? This afternoon, a memory popped up. I'm not sure why, but I thought, hey, this would be great to share with my wonderful Daily Cut family. We've got to go back more than 20 years, okay? I stepped onto the stage without a microphone and belted out one of my favorite gospel songs. It was Vicki Winans, Can I Build My Home in You? from her 1985 Be Encouraged album. It was the early 90s then and I was performing at my high school talent show. Yep, I went to high school when I was three. (laughs) I didn't use a microphone and had no musical accompaniment. It was just me and my voice. I used to wonder why God put such a big voice inside me. Half the time with tears running down my face, I was pleading with my parents not to make me sing, but who can know the mind of God? When I finished, I hurried off stage, acknowledged the standing ovation with a smile while looking down at my feet and the floor. I had been so nervous and mom had just barely gotten my thrift store dress altered in time for my performance. And one of my classmates wisecracked that I looked like I was going to sing at the opera and told me all the ways my dress would have been so much better if it were, well, a totally different dress. What a great encouragement to receive moments before going on stage, right? I really like that dress, by the way. 
but I managed to shut out the criticism and do what I came to do. I was relieved when it was over. It was the first time, incidentally, I had ever been in a talent show. Most of my peers were stunned. They didn't realize I knew how to sing. Many of them had never even heard me speak, let alone burst into a melody. So their shock was understandable. After the talent show was over, so many people walked up to me and told me, how much they enjoyed the song. The whole high school was buzzing about the little girl, me, with the big voice filling up the entire auditorium at Bennett High School in Buffalo with no microphone. The way I got through the performance was pretty simple, I'll tell you. I squeezed my eyes shut and pretended I was at church and singing for an audience of one. That's it. That's how I get through most things that make me uncomfortable. Not the closing my eyes part, <laughs> but the focusing on the audience of one part. God is my audience. And when God calls me to do ministry related things that push me far beyond what I'm comfortable doing, I keep my attention focused on him. That's how I get through it. When I consider all he's done for me, how Jesus died and rose for me, all the ways he's made, all the times he has healed my body and performed wonderful works on my behalf, it just motivates me to say yes and do what makes me nervous. Again, I don't know why God chose somebody like me who prefers to be in the background, to be out front. I may never know that, but I do know he has a plan for all of it. And earlier today, I was reading Amos chapter six, where he was prophesying against the wickedness of Israel. And I'm fascinated by Amos. And I'll tell you why. It's because God called him to the prophetic office when he was a shepherd in Tekoa. And this was a village in the southern kingdom of Judah. He wasn't like many of the other prophets in the Old Testament whose lives were devoted to occupying the role of a prophet. I remember reading that Amaziah, who was a priest of Bethel, who didn't like Amos, told him to stop prophesying to Israel. And Amos said of himself in chapter four, verse seven, I was neither a prophet nor the son of a prophet, but I was a shepherd. And I also took care of sycamore fig trees. He said, one day the Lord told me to prophesy against Israel. And that's what I did. And he wasn't going to stop because the Lord sent him. The Lord used a herdsman and someone who specialized in agriculture to be a prophet, to speak divine judgment against the northern kingdom of Israel for their wickedness, self-centeredness, carnality, disregard for the poor and abandonment of their vows to the Lord. Israel was a mess at that time, and they were enjoying this season of prosperity and felt very comfortable in their wicked way. So God raised up a shepherd from Judah and put a word in his mouth to shake them up and wake them up. Now, unfortunately, the prophecy of Amos telling Israel that they would be taken captive by the enemy fell on deaf ears at the time, yet it did come to pass. Amos's obedience to the Lord earned this shepherd a place in history. We're still viewing his life as encouragement and inspiration to know that God can and will use anyone who's yielded to him. You don't have to be from the right side of the track, so to speak. No one has to know your name. You don't need to have attended the best schools and you aren't required to have the approval of man. When God anoints you and calls you out to do his will, then that's enough. Listen, the Lord is sovereign. The way he does things doesn't make rational or logical sense to me and you. It's not supposed to. Isaiah 55 and 8 through 9 in the New International Version, which is often quoted, says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher 
higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. I love that scripture. We cannot know the mind of the Lord, so we may as well not try. We just have to trust his will, rely on his word and stand in faith, knowing that he already has a plan in place. I know it's not always easy to do that. In fact, it can be a real struggle to stay in faith when you're in an uncomfortable position and you're unsure of God's complete plan. Amos most certainly could relate to that. Amos in Hebrew actually means burden bearer. I'm sure it was a heavy load to have to pronounce continuous judgment on the arrogant, materialistic, unrepentant, morally based nation of Israel who didn't pay him any mind. But God equipped him to carry that load, just as the Lord has equipped you. Today, as you listen to this podcast, I don't know what you're going through, what burden you may be bearing, but know that you're not by yourself. Just as God handpicked and prepared Amos for a heavy assignment, he has equipped, prepared, and fortified you by his spirit to be able to stand up under the load, under the weight that you're bearing. You're not by yourself. You can make it. You can do this. I know it's not easy, but God is up to something. Just as the word he spoke through Amos came to pass, there's a word he's speaking to you today that will come to pass in your life. And that word is this, even though you're carrying a heavy load, if you don't faint, every promise he's spoken over your life will manifest. His plan will unfold and you will see that he was always with you through every twist and turn, through every hardship, through every pain, through every distressing situation. God was right there. There is more that God has for you. You may not understand it now, but trust him. His word has gone out and it will not return back to him without accomplishing his purpose. Good things are on the way. Just don't quit. Don't faint now. He's up to something awesome. Isn't that a good word? Place your confidence in the Lord and know that your footing is always secure as long as you keep your feet planted firmly upon his word. Don't doubt, don't stray or veer off that path of faith. The word of God shall come to pass to help you accept, trust and rest in God's word. I'm stirring Psalm 1830 in the New International Version into your cup of inspiration and it says, this. As for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. As you drink down the contents of your cup, rest comfortably in the flawless word of God. It is unfailing, unfaltering, unalterable. His word is irrevocable. Know that he's equipped you for this season. And no matter how hard it seems, no matter how heavy the burden you must bear, you are not alone and you will come out victoriously because God has promised and his word shall come to pass. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. They might be in a season of bearing a heavy load, a heavy load at work, a heavy load at home, a heavy load in ministry, a heavy load emotionally, a heavy load financially, physically in their family. But wherever they are in their lives and whatever they are going through, you, oh God, are a burden bearer and a heavy load sharer. And you have spoken promises over their life. Give them confidence 
that they will come to pass. I pray that you'll give them peace now. Give them rest, Lord, and help them have assurance to know without any doubt that you are in control. You cannot lie. Your word will be fulfilled. It shall manifest. You have a good plan for their lives. This I ask and thank you for. In Jesus' name, amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com. 